welcome to another edition of Wrestling With Myself. I am your humble host, Chris, and tonight's bonus episode is going to be talking about Hogan versus Savage at WrestleMania 5. That was brought to you from the Trump Plaza in New Jersey, and this might be one of, this might be a top five match. It's... It's got everything. It the the build up, the lead up to this particular match is probably second to none. In uh, in the fact that this was a year build up from the year before, uh, from the from the point that Savage wins the title at WrestleMania four against. Uh, uh, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, there was a tournament for the vacated title. And it was probably, it, it, at this particular point in time, there was more time and more buildup for matches because of the fact that there wasn't, uh, there wasn't the internet. There was no, um, there were no people to complain about why isn't this getting done? Why isn't why is this taking forever? This was a simpler time in wrestling when you could methodically go and do little bits and pieces here and there throughout a span of a couple of months. Because at this particular time, there wasn't a lot of pay-per-views. There was only the four majors. So you had to build things up. And I think that's what's so great about it. You know, after after uh, Macho Man wins the title, uh, the Mega Powers become uh, a group. You know, they're the main group that they're having most of their tag team matches against is the Twin Towers, which is Akeem and uh, the Big Boss Man. At that particular point in time, you, uh, you know, it, it could total combined weight of over 820 pounds. Two of the biggest monsters out there at that particular point in time. And the four of them could put on great, tag team matches and so you 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 get the whole build up all the way to you know you get you get the the total build up all the way up to the uh the saturday night main event where uh uh macho man flies through the uh through the uh through the ropes and accidentally knocks himself into Elizabeth. Elizabeth's down and Hulk Hogan sees that she's down and decides to pick her up and take her to to the back to get um, treated. And Macho Man gets jealous because, you know, why are you touching my leg? Why are you ta- why are you touching Miss Elizabeth? And it's such great storytelling because you can see throughout the whole year. And if you, and if you go back and if you watch the actual uh, WrestleMania, they they do a really good job of kind of like breaking things down throughout the year 
of what had happened. They did that a couple of times throughout the night with certain matches. There was the tag team title match between Demolition and the Powers of Pain, along with Mr. Fuji. Uh, they they kind of showed um, the the chain of events of what led to WrestleMania and their match, and it, and it was really really good. You know you have to hand it to them because at that particular point in time they were really working hard, making you truly believe that this was, you know, a once in a lifetime match, and then. And then uh, Macho Man, you know, uh, Hulk Hogan finally comes back and Macho Man tags Hulk Hogan in, but by doing so also slaps Hulk Hogan and then leaves. And then you get the, the, the famous backstage uh, shot of the two of them yelling at each other and you hear Elizabeth saying, Randy, stop, stop. And he just keeps saying, you turn my stomach. You you know, if you had just come to me man to man and say, you want the title, I'll beat you one, two, three. And then he backs away for a second. And then all of a sudden he hits Hogan with the belt. And, and Macho Man starts beating him up and everything. And I remember as a kid, like, oh my God, this is so amazing. Like, you really thought, you know, at that particular point in time, being seven, eight years old, wrestling is real. And really kind of feeling like, oh my God, like, you know, you know, as a kid, you know, everyone's a Hulk Hogan fan. It's not until you grow up and become more, uh, when you grow up, you start tend to, to realize that Macho Man is, is probably... You can consider him to be the greatest. You can consider him to be one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, but he's also probably one of the most underappreciated wrestlers because he did everything in 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 a time where Hulk Hogan was the end all be all. You know, and he had to do that twice because he had to do that with in WWE, WWF. And then on top of that, when he finally leaves WWF, he goes to WCW. And then no more than three, four months later, Hulk Hogan arrives. And, you know, you just, you're just like, it without a Hulk Hogan, you know, Macho Man is probably you know, on many people's Mount Rushmore, you know, and I, and I, and I wholeheartedly believe that in my opinion, he's on my Mount Rushmore because Macho Man, it could do it all. He, he was a great, a heavyweight champion. He was an even better intercontinental champion, you know, but you know, we, we can get we can get into all that on a later episode. But I'm just saying, for my money, Macho Man Randy Savage is at least top five, in my opinion. 
so you know going into the match you know before the match you keep you keep seeing a very young tony shivani try and get an interview with the macho man and macho man's like no interviews no interviews and then the match finally is about ready to start and and as in tradition it's usually the challenger comes out first but instead the champion macho man randy savage comes out first and then miss elizabeth comes out and then hogan comes out and from the get-go macho man is really trying to play head games with with hulk hogan you know uh doing you know getting into a collar elbow tie up and then immediately breaking it off and then goes outside you know and then that this happens like three or four times for about five maybe seven minutes uh to begin the match and then immediately macho man takes uh macho man takes control of the match you, you know you could t- throughout the match you can totally tell his athleticism because instead of stepping through the t- stepping through the ropes he jumps over the ropes he's methodical about everything that he's doing you know he's keeping hogan down he's choking him out when he needs to he's doing all these different things you know and and it's such an it's such a great little tidbit throughout is just the uh what it takes to make a match and everything that he puts into to said match because throughout the match uh macho man is probably in control probably maybe 80 percent of the match maybe 85 hogan really doesn't do too much as far as uh uh offensive wise it's mostly it's mostly uh um macho man doing a lot of really you know macho man's doing a lot of these moves and everything and then you know he he's uh at one point uh uh they they bust open hogan and he's bleeding over his eye and you could totally tell it's not a blade because it looks as if like he 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 seriously got uh, probably hit on a on a soft spot. But it, it's such a great match because there's so much going on. Hogan uh, Hogan not getting much offense in. Macho Man really just kind of like. He, uh, you know, there's a there's a part where he tries to, um, you know, he he body slams him, and then he does a couple of just you know elbows onto his chest and everything, and like, and, and like there's a part where all of a sudden, uh, he they're on the Hogan's on the outside and. Uh, they finally uh 
uh, Macho Man finally gets tired of Miss Elizabeth and shoes her away and has security escort her back to the to the back um, area. And as soon as that happens, Hogan's on the outside. He's taking a breath and Macho Man jump, gets on the top rope and uh, does a double armor, double arm ham, uh, hammer on him on his back. And in doing so, Hogan kind of gets hit in the in his throat. So he's kind of uh, having a hard time breathing. And all of a sudden, as soon as that happens, uh, uh, Macho Man immediately is on the throat. He's hitting him in the throat. He's really going after it. And then, um, and then it, the end of the match is really, really kind of interesting in my opinion because it really wasn't very good in my opinion, but that's just because I really like Macho Man so much. But Macho Man uh, does a body slam and then goes to the top rope and does the elbow. And it's such a great elbow. He did that, you know, I mean, if you were a kid at in that particular point in time, every kid jumped off their bed doing the elbow on a stuffed animal of some sort, because I know I did, you know, and he does it, and you think that he's finally won, you know, you think he's won, one, two, Hogan kicks out, and immediately, you know, hulks up, and, and Macho Man, you know, he's one of those that you know, a lot of people when when he does that, everyone kind of gets scared, but Macho Man wasn't. And it really kind of sucked because, you know, they do the they do the thing. He gets the leg, you know, he he throws him up against the rope, does the leg, does the leg, leg drop, one, two, three, and Hogan wins. And it was just like they really could have, you know, I mean, I know that you're watching this now, 30 plus years later, and you're like, well, they couldn't they have done a better ending to this match? And it's like, yeah, they could have, but really, like, what, what, what they, what, what were they going to do? You know what I mean? Like, hope, you know. those were the type of matches you were going to get, unfortunately, where Hogan was going to get a lot of, was going to pretty much get beat up and then hulks up, you know, throws you up against a rope, throws the big boot, leg drop, one, two, three, Hogan wins, you know. Um, Some of the other matches that were on there, you had... um, uh, the Million Dollar Man versus Brutus the Barber Beefcake. That was a okay match. Uh, you had the return of uh, uh, Rowdy, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, you had um, the Rockers versus the uh, 
uh, the Rockers versus the Twin Towers. That was a that was a decent match, but like the Rockers were pretty much doing every was doing most of the work. They they did like 80, 90 percent of the offense. And then Shawn Michaels doesn't has a does a mistake. And then uh a big boss man catches him in midair and basically just does like a a, a power bomb. And then tags in Akeem and Akeem covers him for the one, two, three, and it's just like, oh my goodness. You know, again, it's like, ugh, could you have like done something different about this match? You know, but it is what it is. Uh, uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan was in a lot of matches because he's, you know, uh, the manager of the managers. There was um, the Brain Busters versus Strike Force, which was Tito Santana and Rick Martel. This is the match where Martel finally has had enough with Tito and walks out in the middle of the match. All because Tito bumps into him, you know, get you know gets thrown into the ropes and bumps uh, Rick Martell, and Rick Martell's like, "Forget you, I'm done." Uh, oh, one of the one of the good things about this uh, WrestleMania is the commentators, which is Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan. You don't get much better than those two um, until the next year, which it would be Gorilla Monsoon and um, Bobby the Brain Heenan. You know, really, really good stuff with them. You know, you know, there. Uh, at one point, they were talking just before the match. Uh, they were showing kind of like. Uh, like a 5k run that all the wrestlers were doing in support of some charity. And Mr. Fuji had done the 5k race supposedly in his suit and Bobby, the brain and, uh, and my apologies, uh, uh, Jesse, the body of Ventura is like, Oh wow. You know, can you, can you believe that Mr. Fuji completed that? And, you know, he completed that in, in just in, in his tuxedo and Gorilla Monsoon goes, you really think that he ran that? He goes, yeah, look at him. He's training. Not like you, you were, you were at the, you were down there, uh, playing dice and Gorilla's like, what? <laughs> like, are, are you kidding me? Like, you know, it, you know, it's just like funny little quips like that. That just makes you remember on how how good and how and how funny uh, the commentators were, not like now where they're they're being told to be a little bit more serious. Uh, but again, it, it it's one of those things where it takes you back to your childhood, and it and it kind of takes you back to when wrestling wasn't being so serious about things. Uh, uh, demolition defended their titles against the powers of pain with uh, with Mr. Fuji. It was a rare handicap match, three on two, and in in that that was kind of another one where they showed how the how the feud started and everything, and on how demolition basically it 
had said that the reason why they wanted the three on two is that Mr. Fuji was more, that Mr. Fuji couldn't really interfere if he's part of the match than if he was outside the ring. And that kind of, and that made a lot of sense. Uh, you had uh, Mr. Perfect versus the Blue Blazer. Uh, Perfect, you know, again, is probably one of the better in-ring performers out there at that particular point in time. Uh, you had King Haku. Uh, in action with Bobby, the brain Heenan, uh, against Hercules. You know, you just had some really decent matches and they were just like, wow, like th- these are really good. Dino Bravo was in action. Uh, uh, the Har Foundation was in action. You know, a lot of really good wrestling matches were on that thing. You know, all together, you know, it, Based on the five-star scale, I'd probably give it a three and a half. Uh, some of the endings were a little, you know, head scratchers, but, you know, you're looking at it at with 2022 eyes instead of uh, old nostalgic eyes, but still a really good pay-per-view. Um, uh, I... You know, tonight's going to be a little short of an episode just because since I did news and notes last night. Um, so I think that's going to be it for tonight. Uh, next week, uh, I'm not going to do any... Um, I'm not going to do any uh, uh, wrestling... Uh, I'm not going to do anything wrestling... I'm not going to uh, re-watch any wrestling matches... Uh, for next week, uh, it's basically just going to be kind of like what's going on because WrestleMania is going to be in two weeks at this particular point in time. So um, we'll go over the card as is. Uh, so I will talk to you all later. Have a good night, and we will and I will chat with you next week.